You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded Podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I'm excited because I have a special guest, but you all know I always get excited when we have special guests here, and I am talking to Sharon, and she has Number one, an amazing story. She is a young entrepreneur. So I am excited because many of you listening may be beginning your businesses, not really knowing what you want to do, but wait till you hear her story. You're going to be amazed and motivated. And so I am so excited to talk all things, building a business, social media, all the things. So welcome, Sharon. How are you doing today? Good. What an intro. I feel the fire. I feel the motivation. I love it. (laughs) Yes, yes, I love it. So why don't you tell the listeners, give us a little bit of your background and how how did you get started with your business? So I know that you have a bachelor's in communications and you also study marketing as well, but fashion. And so I really would love to hear your story, how you got started and where you are today. Yeah, for sure. So I uh, was born in Paris and I grew up in Montreal, Canada. So that was, you know, really big uh, life change for me and just culturally just going across the world at age seven. Uh, I then studied in Tel Aviv. Uh, I did my BA here and I studied communications and marketing. And then after that bachelor degree, I decided to uh, go into fashion because it's one one of my passion. So I uh, actually went to New York and I did a master's in fashion studies. So that was really nice just, you know, moving around and having the opportunity to move around. And I ended up finishing the master's in Paris. So kind of going back to, you know, my hometown where I was born, which it was really, really exciting. And uh, then I went back to Montreal during COVID, and that's when I launched uh, Brands Media Group. So it's a social media agency. We work with brands in the fashion, beauty, lifestyle sector. We help them grow. We grow their community. We just do the 360 marketing uh, for them. And it, it was a wild time. You know, it was COVID. I was 23 years old. Uh, we I was alone, and now we have a team. Uh, we, we really started from from nothing. So to look back at it, and when I talk about the beginning of it, it gets me very emotional. No, that's such an amazing story. And just a testament to, you know, you can really take what you have and what you already know and the skills that you possess and create a business from it. And it's such an amazing story. You're like a world traveler. I love that you, you know, have been to so many different places. I would love to go to Canada. I have so many amazing guests on the Social Media Decoded podcast from Canada. So that's pretty awesome. And I've never been yeah. to Paris, but I have been to London um, and I really love it. So, but I'll have to come visit you in Tel Aviv because I do know that that Tel Aviv is beautiful and that is somewhere that I have never you know, thought to visit, but I know that it's an amazing place. So thank And you're the second, actually, um, someone that I had interviewed from Tel Aviv. So look at that. 
Okay, very nice. Yeah, I think that moving around is definitely an eye opening to eye opener to a lot of things. I don't think I would have started the business if I would have stayed in one place, but it's also my personality. I'm always looking for the next thing and looking for where to go next and what to do next. So uh, that is, you know, I really have that fire inside of me that's kind of like, okay, what, what's happening now? What are we doing next? Yeah, definitely. So I want to talk about starting your business in your 20s because you started your business in your 20s and I can imagine that has been very challenging. So what are some things that you wish that you knew when you first started that you're kind of, you're, you're now you're in the groove, you have a team, which is so awesome. And I think a lot of businesses, you know, when we start, we don't have teams. I can be a testament of that. I've been, you know, in the space. It was a side hustle for me for a while. And then stepping into full-time entrepreneurship during, you know, in 2019, before the pandemic, but then the pandemic happened. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. We have to hire a team. What, you know, what are some things that you wish that you knew and some tips that you can provide those who are looking to start their business? Yeah. The, the, it's such an interesting question because um, I feel like i that's again, my personality type. I wouldn't have wanted to know certain things because it would have made me not start a business. Uh, and I'm kind of more in the, you know, let's test it out and try it. And if it works great, if it doesn't work, then no, then okay, it's fine. I'm also a person that kind of goes with the flow. And I think that's the number one thing I would totally give out as an advice uh, you know, a lot of people are thinkers or planners, like to really sit and plan and write out so many strategies on how to start a business. I wasn't like that. And that really, really helped me to kind of dive into it and then plan. And I think, I mean, to really answer your question, I think one thing that is important for everyone to know is that you can always ask for help. I think sometimes, especially us young people, we're, uh, you know, we're like, okay, we're not going to ask for for any advice. We're going to do it on our own and and we're just going to, you know, go with the flow and see how it goes. But no, there's wiser people out there. There's people who have experience. There's a lot of advice that people want to give out. And I think in, I don't know, in 20 years, when I hear of people who are starting their business at 20 years old, I will be really glad to help them if I can and give out my advice. Um, it's definitely a big challenge. And the key most important thing here is that you end up doing a lot of business side of the work and not at all what you had started by doing. So it evolves and it changes and you really have to keep an open mind for that. Absolutely. No, that's really great advice. And you're right. You kind of just have to put yourself out there because you don't really know what to expect. Like I can definitely be testament to that. You don't know what to expect. You just kind of have to do it and then plan. You can plan so much, right? There's things that we can plan. We can plan, you know, we want to forecast like sales and things like that. But also there's some things that you can't plan, like creating teams and working with people. So you really have to just get in those situations. Um, and I say mm -hmm. that every L is just a lesson. So it's never a loss. It's always just a lesson that we learn and we learn many lessons. And I don't think that there's any successful person that hasn't failed. We all fail and we just figure it out. We fail forward. We keep moving forward because if we stop, then that's it. No, you learn from that and say, hey, oh, maybe I should have gotten this type of automation or maybe I should have hired a person or maybe I should have done X, Y, Z. So there's always, mm -hmm. you know, things to learn. So that's what I love yeah. about talking to amazing people like you learning, um, you know, just what ha different people have been through building their businesses. 
Yeah, totally. And touching, you know, adding on to what you're saying, it's that also you're you're going to learn so much and you need to want to learn so much because, uh, you know, it's kind of a, a position that you get into where you need to grow and step out of your comfort zone and learn new things that you haven't touched upon before. So when you're an entrepreneur and a small business owner, this is what you do on a daily basis. I mean, I'm learning things every day that are new. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now I want to talk about the future of social media. I love, I love social media and it is a big part of a lot of our marketing um, in today's digital age. And so what do you think the future of social media looks like? How can content creators and entrepreneurs see the changes coming? Because things like Instagram change overnight, TikTok, all these apps, how can we see that coming and then elevate our content to even reach you know all these changes i mean instagram is like oh we're coming out with this we're doing this it's all in all these changes yeah so the the biggest thing right now that's happening obviously is chat gpt and i think a lot of people are feeling you know scared around it but i think it's just you need to learn how to use it and uh, you know, if you use it wisely, then for copywriting to, especially as a business owner, it answers a lot of questions that administratively speaking, it's really, really helpful. So, you know, a lot of people see it as a threat. I think it needs to be seen as a tool that you can use to enhance what you want to work on. Uh, to stay up to date with all the social media trends, there's a lot of people that I love to follow on LinkedIn. Uh, I think LinkedIn is a great uh, platform to get, you know, a sense of what's happening lately, uh, the new social media tips and tricks. Uh, there's this um, account that's called Girl Power Marketing. And every week on Monday, she posts a weekly roundup of all social media updates from all different platforms. So I think that, again, when you're launching a social media industry uh, agency, sorry, you need to stay on the lookout for all the new trends and to also make sure you include it in all of the client's work and in yours. So it's a lot of research. And right now, the, the most exciting trend, I think, is the meta verified checkmark that you'll be able to get by paying a subscription. I think it's going to help a lot of people, you know, get this, uh, yeah, get this checkmark that they've probably wanted for such a long time and great for Instagram also, because they're about to get a lot of money for it. Yeah, no, I think the checkmark is great for a few reasons. And you talked about chat GPT. I'm going to go back to that because I am obsessed so yes. with the, the verification, I think it will help the impersonation pages because my page gets impersonated. I mean, there's hundreds of pages and I get an influx of DMs and it's and it's you, it's a lot. Right. And so I think that that will help just cut down and say, OK, this is Michelle's real page. And so yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I don't really you know want to pay. I, I do feel that there's. There's in order to get the blue check, you have to ha have certain publications published about you, but nobody really knows what this list consists of. It's just like this mystical list that Instagram have. Instagram, if you're listening, what's the list? Like, what, what are the publications? Can you let us know? Um, but I do think that the verification would be good to cut down on the fake pages because people have unfortunately been scammed by someone who said they were me and they have sent them information. And unfortunately, like what I and you report the page and Instagram doesn't take it down. So 
Instagram again, if you're listening, help help us out. Help us, but I mean, I guess the verification. But I would really love to know what that list consists of because I definitely have publications and things written about me. If you Google right, and so we we want to know. We want to know these things. We want to know. And Chat GPT, I totally feel you. I think that yes, it is scary, right? We don't some we feel like it's going to take over. I don't think that it's going to replace copywriters or anything like that, but it is a tool. What if you're just starting out your business? Many of you may just be starting out. You might not have the funds right now to hire a copywriter. Chat GPT can help you. And I'm telling you, more than the surface level that you're thinking about asking it, I have in-depth when I say in-depth prompts to ask chat GPT what I needed to do, and it's really good. You can always change and switch up the words. I don't I don't want you to feel like, you know, you have to use exactly what they say. You can use your own words, but you can also tell it to speak in the type of tone that you want. So it is mm-hmm. so much that you can yeah, do. And so it's just the tip of the iceberg. It's still a new topic that's being discussed within marketing, within creative entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So stay on the lookout, of course, on the social media decoded podcast, because y'all know I'm gonna go deep into it. Um, but did thank you, you know for bringing that, that up. Did you know that Microsoft is integrating it into Bing, Edge and Skype? So it'll be really included in those platforms. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's, there's so much capability and I get that people are afraid and feel like it's going to create maybe people who don't want to do anything. I've seen a lot of that, but I feel it's an assistant to me. I can, my assistant can also use it to help us cut down on time. We can get things done quicker, faster, more efficient. It's research. And I mean, again, you can have your assistant look it over and but most of the things that it spit out for me would have been something I would have said anyway. And it's just put it together for me. And now it made it easier for me to move on to the next task of my business quicker. And especially if you want to have a business with low overhead cost that you can, you know, have a small team. I have a small team. I don't aspire to have a really large team. I aspire to have a business that has low overhead cost, but I also have a team and we can work efficient and chat GPT is yeah, something that we can do. That. So. I am so excited. Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you so much for Mm, dropping that gem. Yeah, of course. Yes, and if you love this, let me know. Tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let us know what gems are you loving from this episode with Sharon, her sharing her amazing story and dropping these amazing gems about social media and what we can look forward to. Now, I want to talk about books. I really love books on this podcast. And were there any books that have helped you along your journey of building your amazing business. And I looked at your website. It is like, I love it. When I say I love it, Thank I love you. the colors and everything. I'm I'm a neutral girl too. So, you know, I yes. get it. But what are any books that have helped you along your way? Yes. So uh, last year I was going through a lot of imposter syndrome. Uh, I didn't even know what it was really. And I just felt like a total fraud. I really felt like I was too young to start a business and kind of thoughts of, what am I doing? How can people trust me? How can I get more clients? A lot of negativity around what I, I'm doing, which is actually great and, and amazing. So I picked up this book that I found on Instagram. It's called The Imposter Cure. And it had sh- it shifted my mentality like there's no tomorrow. It taught me a lot about 
you know, all the hard work that an entrepreneur is doing and to really not frame it as, oh, it's just luck. You know, this just happened to me because I'm lucky, but no, to take, to own it, to take action and to really take in everything you're getting and saying, no, this is all hard work. And I could give you a really concrete, good example is a lot of my clients come from networking and from all the conversations that I've had because I'm such an extrovert and I love meeting new people. And I was always, you know, saying to myself, I just got lucky that, you know, I met this person and things like that. But no, when there was this person that came around, I spoke to them. I exchanged numbers. I followed up. I texted them throughout months and months. We kept in touch and then they became clients. So this is not, you know, it's not a coincidence. It's because in the end, it was some work put into it. And that's really the point here is that if you do feel like a fraud because of X and Y, you know, what you're doing, you are just, you know, it's just a feeling, but feelings are not fact. And that's also what I learned from this book and that it's okay to be feeling a certain type of way, but that you in the end will get out of it and you'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. The second book is uh, making, making my way to manager uh, it was written by Julie Zhu, and she was actually a Facebook employee who then got promoted to becoming a manager and had to manage a team of 12 people. So she, it, it was kind of like all the eyes are on her now. How can she start managing people? So she gives out so many tips because, uh, because you know, she needed to adapt to this new structure that she was put in from one day to another. And that was so helpful because I'm 26, my team members are, you know, in their 24, 25, sometimes older. So I also needed to step that game up of, yes, I have people who are sometimes older than me, but I'm the one who needs to give the direction and I'm the one who needs to put the CEO cap on and give them, you know, the direction I want them to go into. So to not get intimidated by those kinds of structure that are eventually, you know, scaling and happening every day in my business. So yeah, these were the two books. No, those are really great books. And thank you so much for sharing. I love books that help with like leadership in your business as well. Like there's so many good books. Oh my gosh. So we've learned about so many good books here on the Social Media Decoded Podcast. So everyone listening has, I'm sure, a bookcase full of books because everyone who comes on here gives amazing books. So I'm excited. Have you read The Happiness Project? No, I have not. I'll have to check that out. This one is also a great one because in the end, it's all about life work balance, right? We don't want to just work being our life. So the happiness project was a really good one to kind of separate all the things you have in life, family, social life, friends, yourself, work, uh, you know, the balance of it all. So that was a really great one also. Ooh, added another one, added another one. Thank you so much for adding that one. I'm going to check that out. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to write that down and check that one out. This was such a great episode. Thank Thanks. you, Sharon, so much for coming on and sharing all these amazing gems. But before we head out, definitely want to let everyone know where can we find you on social media and how can we work with you if someone wants to reach out? I know you work with so many amazing brands, which is so awesome. Um, so let us know how we can get in touch with you. Yeah. So my Instagram handle name is at Sharon Brand. You heard it. It's brand like a brand. So it fits perfectly my industry. Uh, my business's Instagram is at Brands Media Group. And if you want to work with us, then just DM us. We can already book a consultation, kind of talk about your goals and your needs. And then we can start from there. 
Yes, so awesome. Thank you so much again. All the amazing gems that were shared. If you love this episode, make sure you tag me at Michelle L. Thames over on Instagram and let us know about all the gems that were dropped today. Again, thank you so much, Sharon, for coming on and we will talk to you all in the next one. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.